When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, where today we're going to do our Illinois versus Virginia pregame. Talk about the keys that's going to take for Illinois to compete, possibly get a win uh, with Virginia coming to Champaign-Urbana. So we're going to be talking about that today on this episode. Make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Follow it right on Apple and iTunes, and follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Send me a message to be on the podcast. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. All that good stuff um, helps go a long way. So please, I'm on a mission to get every single Twitter follower I have to subscribe to the YouTube channel. So if everybody could do that, if you're watching it, please do so, please, and thank you. Also, check out the Belly Up Media Network at bellyupsports.com to check out all the podcast blogs, everything there. There's sports-related things, but there's also non-sports-related things that people will enjoy. So bellyupsports.com to check out the Belly Up Media Network. So Illinois, came or they're coming off their heartbreaking loss to Indiana where Illinois, you know, I know their offense struggled, 
but their defense played really well up until the final end. But we talked about that already, where it's a you know they're on the field. It's in a situation where you know you're you're holding a team to you know at the time about 16, 17 points, and you give up that loss. And so Illinois is going to come correct it. Uh, I know Coach Bielma is probably going to have conversations about the offense because he has shown that he is adamant about the offense being much better and, you know, making an early offensive coordinator change after year one of taking over a program shows that he wants the offense to be much better than what it is. He thought thought the defense was great uh, and he wants the offense to follow. He wants the offense to be there. We're seeing glimpses of what he wants it to be, really downhill power run, but he also wants better play out of just converting on certain downs, I'm sure, and everything. So Virginia's coming to town to Champaign-Urbana. Now, we all remember what happened last year. And it's kind of starting to, so far, it's playing out exactly like last year. Where, almost, and I've, I mentioned it on the last time I talked about Illinois. Illinois has this big one versus Nebraska. First game for Coach Bielma at Illinois. And it's exciting. It's convincing. Uh, Illinois did make uh, mistakes in that game, especially as the game went on and Nebraska started to score some more. But there was positives to take from that game. And then UTSA comes to town. And uh, Coach West, who has been on this podcast many times to discuss Illinois and other sports, he went to the UTSA game and he said, man, you would think that we had this game in the bag. There wasn't that many fans there. So it came to the conclusion that maybe some people thought Illinois was just going to show up and roll over UTSA, and that did not happen, and we lose. And then we head to Virginia, where Virginia does have a good offense. They have good offensive players, and they took it to Illinois. And that was almost a turning point there. But if you think about it for this season, we don't play a team like Nebraska week one, but we went against Wyoming. We struggled, not struggled, but we were just kind of stagnant a little bit. Then we started really, besides defense, defense looked great. Offense kind of stagnant a little bit, but then got it going comparable to the Northwest or Nebraska game last year. Then this year we play Indiana. Now, Indiana, on principle, should be a better program than UTSA, but there's an argument to be made that last year's UTSA team is better than Indiana, but that's a whole other conversation for a different time. Then you lose to Indiana, who you probably should have beat. Kind of like how you should have beat UTSA on principle. So now we're in that situation once again, and now Virginia comes to town. So we have to talk about how we feel about this game, because after we lost to UTSA, you're going, you don't feel very good about it. Um, After losing to Indiana, I don't feel good about it, but... The defense is still the defense that we left off with last year. I think the offense will slowly start to morph into what it wants to be. And I think we're seeing glimpses of the wide receivers starting to get open and wanting to be the person, be the guy that I always say, you know, we have to have someone that's going to be the guy. And I think we're slowly starting to see that. But Virginia is Virginia. Now, we're going to talk about the keys to this and remind everybody what happened last year. And remember those keys when it comes down to last year. Last year, Illinois traveled to Virginia. And they put the smack down. It was 42-14. to 14. 
Uh, Virginia came out and scored quick, 14 points in the first quarter. We held them to seven points in the second quarter. They scored another 14 in the third, and then we scored. They scored seven in the fourth. We only scored seven in the second and the third. Um, Peters got hurt, uh, and Art Stotowski got the start. He was 24, 45, 221 yards, one touchdown, one interception. It's not a great game, but it was better than all the other games he did. You know, he did overthrow hitches by over their heads and everything else. But that this game, he didn't do that bad. Rushing was a struggle that game. Uh, Chase Brown, who is going to be an NFL running back, only had 41 yards rushing with one touchdown. Uh, we passed the ball a lot that game because Chase Brown only had seven carries. Norwood had four carries. McCray had seven carries. You know, Arsatowski ran the ball seven times. So we did not run the ball all that much. Receiving, again, we didn't have somebody to be the guy. Um, 43 yards, 41 yards, 33 yards, 28 yards, 17 yards, 16 yards. Um, the defense gave up a lot of points and gave up a lot of yards. Uh, Brandon Armstrong, their quarterback, was 27 of 36, 405 yards. He averaged 11.3 yards per completion, which is a lot. He had five passing touchdowns and one interception. They did not really try to run the ball either. Uh, they had a 35-yard rusher, 31 yards, 24 yards, 24 yards. Their receiver, Jelani Woods, had 122 yards receiving on us. Henry had 74 yards receiving. So there was a lot done to Illinois last year. Coming into this year, it's a different year, obviously. Virginia has a new head coach in Tommy Elliott, the offensive coordinator from Clemson for many years, won some championships, coached some good quarterbacks. He is coming over over to Virginia to be the head coach. Now, uh, Coach Kitchens, Des Kitchens, is considered the offensive coordinator, but I'm sure Tommy, you know, Tony Elliott, excuse me, not Tommy Elliott, Tony Elliott is pulling the strings there for that offense. I'm, I'm quite sure, you know, it's hard for an offensive coordinator to become a head coach and not have huge says in the offense. We're not even calling it. Um, so they're trying to, you know, do different things there. They're trying to build that program up as well. Um, now, Virginia at that time last year, um, we're going to check out their schedule from last year because they did beat Illinois. They went on to win some games, but they also lost some games. Um, after they beat Illinois, they lose to North Carolina, they lose to Wake Forest, but they did beat Miami, they beat, beat Louisville, they beat Duke, and they beat Georgia Tech. Then they went on a skid and lost to BYU, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, and Virginia Tech. Um, then they were in a bowl game getting to their, you know, six wins, but ended up getting canceled due to COVID, I believe. So, and Armstrong all year showed that he could throw the ball. You know, he was throwing 300 yards, 400 yards per game. His worst game was Notre Dame at 196 yards passing. And guess what? He's back. Armstrong is back at quarterback. Uh, last week, Virginia beat Richmond 34-14. to 14. Um, now, that's not something to bat your eyelash at, but some are going to say that you shouldn't bat your eyelash at Illinois beating Wyoming either. And that's fair. That's a fair statement. Armstrong was 21 of 33, 246 yards, two touchdowns to one interception. He also had 105 yards rushing. Uh, the running back, Paris Jones, had 104 yards rushing, uh, receiving. Lavelle Davis Jr. was our leading receiver for 89 yards. Caton Thompson had 55 yards receiving. Um, so they took care of business. They did what they had to do versus Richmond. Um, now, 
I'm going to say that I think the Virginia game last year for Illinois was the turning point. Um, right as that start after that game, you saw a big shift in the defense, in my opinion. Now, I would love to talk to Coach Walters about and say, was that the turning point or was that – did you make a lot of tweaks or did you – or did the team just really start to pick up what you were doing? In my opinion, you saw much more aggressive defense. You saw a lot of movement. You saw um, different coverages. I think they simplified a little more, in my opinion. And then as they really start to get comfortable with it, they really started to add a little more. And it's just it's just continued on into this year, and you're seeing the exact same thing on defense this year. So I'm very curious to ask them if I ever have a chance to talk to him that, was that the turning point in the defense because some mistakes were made during Nebraska. Then you lost the close one to UTSA. The, the offense did score 30-some points, but also gave up 30-some, which I'm sure they didn't like at all. And then you come to Virginia, and they just get beaten. And after that, the defense just start, took it down the churn, and it, and it seemed different. And so I would love to know. But to me, that's what it seemed like. And so now the defense is ranked up. Right now, Illinois is the favorite. You know, on ESPN, you're looking at a 66.4% towards Illinois. Illinois right now on ESPN is minus four. Over-under is 57.5. You may want to take the under. I'm not sure because of Illinois' defense. So, But Armstrong is back. Who shredded them? But I'm sure that Coach Walter is going to have a different game plan. It's going to be okay. It's not going to be what it was last year. Illinois has played two games. Um, Virginia has played one. Illinois is averaging 29 points per game. They're only giving up 14.5 points a game. They have 40, 461 yards per game. Uh, balanced, uh, 224 average passing, 237 rushing yards passing uh, um, per game on average in the two games. Um, they don't give up as much rushing yards. You know, they gave 170. Virginia gave up 170 yards rushing. Illinois is only giving up 107 average. Um, so this is going to be a good one. Um, a couple keys for this game. Uh, we're going to have to see that offensive line um, continue to grow. Some people got on them for the last game, but I don't see that. Um, you know, they did, you know, they gave up some pressures and everything, but it's a young offensive line. Um, we're going to see them take a next step. I trust the offensive line coach there and Coach Miller. So key to this is to see that offensive line continue to grow and take that next step into this game. Uh, you, another thing that's going to be key is still Chase Brown. Is Virginia going to be able to stop him? And I think Tommy DeVito's really, they're going to have to open up the playbook, and I think they're really going to have to move him in the pocket. And I think they're going to really have to do short passing games to really get those wide receivers some confidence. So those are going to be some keys on the offensive side. And you need, like, Luke Ford and them to step up as the tight ends. Especially when you get closer to the goal line, you're going to need those guys to catch passes and score when you're getting closer to the red zone. Um, keys, Illinois defense just keep doing what they're doing. They got to keep doing what they're doing. Um, Armstrong proves that he can run the ball too. So I think you're going to see different fronts again. They're like, they don't know, nice to play around with the 3 4, 4 2 5 look. But if you stick to that 3 4 look, they're going to have those outside linebackers really controlling him. Uh, you're going to see a bunch of stunts up front. So the Illinois defense is going to have to just do what it does. Um, and I think they're going to have to be okay um, if he runs a little bit. I think they're going to really try to control him passing, so they're going to have to make that decision. Do they want him to pass or to run? And last year, passing with five passing touchdowns, I don't know if they're going to be okay with him passing. So they're really going to try to make him uncomfortable. They're going to try to contain him and make sure that he isn't necessarily the one that beats you. You know, those running back last game versus Richmond didn't really show anything, and they're going to have to say, okay, if Armstrong is going to run the ball and that's why, okay, we have to kind of – 
you know, pick our poison and they're okay with bending. They're not okay with it, but if they bend a little bit on the drive, but they don't break and they don't give up the points that they did last year, that's what's going to have to happen. And I think that defense, again, I think Virginia last year was the turning point and they will put the clamps down. Everybody's high on Illinois. I think that's why Illinois is favored in this game because you have a new coaching staff at Virginia and they're trying to learn this new offense, even though a lot of offenses are very similar. And Illinois has that defense. Everybody's so high on the defense. And that's why, you know, you have to almost lean for Illinois in this game. But it does make you worry someone. You have the exact same quarterback coming back with a offensive mind like Tony Elliott. But Tony Elliott, even though they did pass at Clemson, they love to run the football. So we're going to see if they're going to try to run the football in this Illinois defense or they're going to try to get Armstrong out of the pocket. So defense just has to keep doing what they're doing. The offense needs to take that next step at every single position besides the running back position. But the running back position, we need another guy to step up to help relieve some of the load of Chase Brown because what's worrisome is is if you continue to give it to him 30 times a game, and I think he can handle it, but eventually you're going to start to get a little worrisome about it. So you need to find that backup running back. You need to have those wide receivers step up and show that they can be the person. You have to have a tight end that's going to step up in the red zone and go be be able to catch the pass and get the touchdown and hard runs out of that. And Tommy DeVito needs to take that next step to be the leader that he is and continue to, you know, be laser focused, locked in. And then that offensive line will take that next step forward to make sure that he has plenty of time to pass and the run game will be fine. But they will take that next step as they continue to grow. They're a young offensive line with a veteran tackle but they will continue to grow and take the next step and get molded into what they want um to me those are the keys for this illinois game and yes i'm an illinois person illinois will win i think will win this game it's in champaign it's on a saturday afternoon you know three o'clock central time and it's going to be um a fun game and illinois is going to look to not have a revenge but a payback year and maybe a thank you if that really was the turning point for their defense last year so it'll be a fun one those are the keys for me for illinois versus virginia um thank you guys again for watching and or listening make sure you hit the like button subscribe button of course leave a comment in the comment section down below uh follow me at coach underscore steve 72 all that good stuff um check out all the affiliates in the description below check out all the other episodes on the podcast um if i can get every twitter twitter follower to follow to subscribe on youtube that would be amazing Um, Again, thank you guys so much for watching or listening, and we will see you next time. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.